All right, folks, it's another Sunday with Biomass. We're here for episode 104-5-ish. Uh, 105, that's exactly what I meant to say. I was just sort of contemplating on the uh, the coolness of the number 105 there. Uh, so what we have tonight is a relatively condensed show. It'll be pretty cool. We've got uh, kind of a downtime in between games and in between things that uh, uh, that we've been planning to do for the show. So this is one of these kind of interesting little episodes where we kind of have a grab bag of different topics uh, that are kind of going to run all the, all the way from cinematic game trailers to movie trailers about games to maybe some things a little bit about a movie that you might have heard called uh, Civil War. So it's like I said, kind of a uh, kind of a grab bag of stuff on for tonight. We're just sort of surfing the wet, surfing the net, excuse me, uh, and kind of playing the hey, have you seen this game? Or hey, do you remember that bit where we saw this thing? So this is again, this is one of these neat little sort of shows that happens in the in the betweens of bigger things that we're planning uh, and that we're trying to schedule. So. We have these occasionally, and as Pokey likes to refer to it, it uh, it definitely equates to our boundless unprofessionalism, which I wholeheartedly agree to and, uh, and uh, champion daily. So without further ado, let's knock out a couple uh, intros. Bait, tell everybody who you are. Hey, everybody. I'm Bait. I am a writer occasionally for the blog now, um, and I am done with school for the year. All right. That's pretty awesome. So what's it going to be like going into high school next year? Oh, damn, man. That hurts. <laughs> Senior year, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> so so Bait ba- ba- has officially been uh, – He's ag- in case you guys don't know, he's actually been uh, – we do have our, our secret Skype channel, and he's been promoted. So he's now officially no shit – a full-fledged unpaid intern. <laughs> That's fine. Take any job I can get at this I point. Mean, he, he, in in fairness, he actually receives the same level of pay as every other host here on the show. That's right. That's a fact. He's a full partner. <laughs> okay. Our, um, full, our full partners and unpaid interns receive the same <laughs> same salary. <laughs> Well, it's hey, it's we we like to play things you know f- you know fully above board, all cards on the table, so it's all good. Uh, Zell, tell everybody who you are, man. Um, I am Soraya Zell. I am a co-host here on the show. Um, I also write things and edit the blog sometimes. Um, I uh, deal with fiascos of people who don't know how to use computers properly, and um, un- unlike Bait, I am not off for the summer because I work all year round. What's it like having a real job? Tell me about this. Oh God! This. Oh God! It's it's it's. It, I mean, there's a there's a point when you first start, and you're like, "This is my life now. Every every week, forever." See, see, that's the, that's the thing that I kind of like about being unemployed is like I don't have to get up at seven o'clock and go in and do something. Yeah, give a minute. That shit sucks because that's, I don't have any money. That's the worst part. I'm a I'm a morning person, or I'm not a morning person. I have to be up in the morning. And yeah, it is true that once you finally have money, you're like, hey, if I want something, I can just buy it. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, I, right, now but, I don't have time to use it. Before, before we go crazy, Pokey, can tell everybody who you are, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not an IT guy. Uh, I'm Pokey Draven. I write for the blog, co-host here on the show, and uh, I'm doing my best to stay off the dust forums because it's just pissing me off. 
Alrighty, and I'm Jason, and uh, I do I do actually work for a living, although uh, work's debatable. In some some cases, I'm certainly busy with it. Uh, like, inst- it, I too was like bait, you know, 30 years ago <laughs> when I didn't have a job, I guess. Um, and uh, what I decided very early on that uh, I wanted to. I think I was watching some B action movie. Um, I I cannot remember the name of it. But it was really, really bad, and it was sort of corny. And even I knew this when I was like a, like middling range teenager. But I decided right there and then that I was going to grow up and have adventures for a living, because that was cool. And then I kind of did that, and I've been doing it for a very long time. And now I realize that adventures aren't as cool as I thought they were. Because when I get up in the morning, I sound like a bowl of Rice Krispies, and I can literally paper one one whole wall of my office that i'm sitting in with uh x-rays and mri footage uh so it's it's not all it's cracked up to be (laughs) but uh, but uh it it can be pretty fun on occasion and occasionally i do play some video games and watch some movies i don't really write for the blog although do i do look at it pretty pretty regularly to, to throw some comments on there uh, cause so that way I can claim that I'm contributing to the greater, uh, biomass media empire. <laughs> All right. I guess, uh, let's go ahead and dive right in this. This, this is going to be one of those shows I can already tell. <laughs> um, so right before we came on the air, we, we were literally just throwing around a lot of, uh, kind of the mixed bag M and M's of, uh, of things, things we were just like talking about or doing and a couple things came up. I kind of wanted to kick it out. We, we actually started talking a little bit about uh, game game trailers or game cinematics and stuff like that, uh, which we, we'd actually had a really good discussion on a week or two ago, uh, just in terms of how the quality of them have gotten like much, much, much better. And I, I had been watching some of the, uh, the overwatch stuff there. They've got a series of, like three, like uh, I want to say three or four minute short, or maybe five minute short shows, uh, and have a whole lot of neat little video architecture that's uh, kind of story architecture built around Overwatch, which is a, a really well done but you know kind of simplistic game. And I, I'm, it dawned on me after watching one of these, it was a pretty extended one that it's you know these are like Pixar movie quality um, you know shorts. They're really really good, well written, well done. I was incredibly impressed, and they very are, and they are very much um, visually in the style of like a Pixar movie, kind of like Frozen or something like that, in terms of how well they're done. Uh, nobody's breaking out singing "Let It Go," but uh, you know, you, you get my drift. Um, and so there, there's been a couple of really good ones, and then you know, Zell had a really neat comment. He, I, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but he made an interesting an interesting proposal about the world of Warcraft movie, you know, should it have been live or CGI. So without that, I'll just kind of turn it over to you guys. Like what are your general thoughts on uh, some of the recent, maybe the cinema cinematics you've seen or some of the things you'd like to see taken from uh, games and thrown into real, real life. Maybe I just, either a movie or a show. I, I just honestly, I, I mean, what I meant there was um, like, I mean, obviously even though the Warcraft movie is live action, it's still heavily CGI. I mean, obviously the the orcs are have got to be done with mocap and stuff like that, and um, you know, there's magical effects and everything. And and to be honest, sometimes if if the live effects don't look good enough to really buy that they're live, they look cheaper than just doing everything CGI. And I actually 
I have I have nothing against full CGI movies. You can do some amazing stuff with even, you know, Pixar level graphics can tell a great story. That can be a kid's story, but it doesn't have to be. And honestly, I think their their own in-house cinematics team does a better job than um a lot of a lot of Hollywood effects do for um, you know, for this sort of thing. I think that their trailer for the Legion cinematic it looks better than their trailer for the Warcraft movie. And the Warcraft movie is a lot more expensive. You, know, you make a really good point there. Um, the, I, I, the, we kind of got on this. It was a really interesting. This is kind of a neat little thread discussion that we had. But uh, one of the things that was popping in my head is that there's this clamor to have live action video game movies. Like, you know, trans, transfer the IPs over or the story over. Like, you know, really, really well done video games. And there have been tons of rumors about trying to trying to go full blockbuster with it, you know, all the way back with Halo, you know, trying to have Peter Jackson in it or, or some of those guys, uh, you know, put it out. I, let's see. There's Halo was, was one that they try or that they wanted to try. They never really got it off the ground. There was Eve itself was supposed to have a TV it, show. Coming. It was, I remember that. I remember that, which it's actually back. would be, the rumor be came back this year. I thought that was a, uh, April fool's gag. No, no, no for real, yeah. they announced oh, for real? They announced twice at two different fan fests they were making a TV show of Eve Online. Who's um, uh, inclu- they? They kind of reiterated it this this last year, but I mean, we I mean, haven't it, really it, seen it, much. It really, <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, if you if you've seen like the the new version of Battlestar Galactica or uh, whatever that that latest sci-fi, uh, there's there's like several series out there that give you a very Eve esque feel. Um, it probably wouldn't be that hard to do, like as a Netflix or even a Sci Fi Channel thing. Is Ridley Scott still attached to that uh, project? I don't know. Oh dear God, no! Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, but that was my thought. Was like, there's been a ton of ton of different games that people have been wanting to make. Um, you know, for any number of reasons, usually because they they look beautiful and they have they have a great or a unique story world or just a really super popular game, and they. They've talked about making live action films about it, but Jake kind of sparked something as something in my head is like, you know, they're a video game and they look great usually as video games. Not everything always has to transfer live action, um, particularly when you look at some things like um, that are designed to be a bit cartoony. So Borderlands would be a really good one that I could totally see. You could make a series of like, uh, you know, PG 13 or adult, you know, Netflix movies uh, about, or, you know, like a serial kind of like a daredevil thing, like 30 or 45 minute episodes, like do a season of 10 and it would be awesome. It probably, and you could do it just like you do the video game and it would, it would be pretty wicked good. I suspect. Um, you know, a movie came out recently that I thought did a really good job of that was that ratchet and clank movie. Yep. Um, it was, it was fantastic. It, it really did look like, uh, one hour and a half cinematic for that game, and I I loved it, and it was fantastic. I haven't seen it, but I, I've heard a couple of good things about it. Oh, dude, it's so good. Well, like I, I remember, um, they you know they've talked about trying to. So, so what what I was thinking about when I saw this was like that, like I said that Overwatch short. Uh, it was just spectacularly well done. It kind of had I I'd say the the closest animation style that I can come up with is probably Big Hero Six. It's definitely that same style or quality, a lot of the same movement features and stuff like that. It's just really, really well-crafted. And you could easily turn the Overwatch story and into like a no-kidding 
you know, kind of kids kids action movie with you know some some my adult themes in it here and there. It was pretty good. I mean, I was very impressed by it, and it. I, I think there's a lot to that. I think the video game world's tried a little too hard to to quote unquote go legit or go mainstream by going live action. Um, now, I will caveat this and say that uh, earlier this afternoon, I finally saw the Assassin's Creed trailer with Michael Fassbender. It looks looks freaking wicked. It's eh, it's pretty solid. Okay. I, I I was not as excited for that as I was gonna be. Um, there's some things that I'm just. I, I don't know how I feel about them, and maybe I, I think it'll work out um, wh- like within the plot of the movie. But like one thing that I noticed was the way that they did the Animus, the machine that you know the the subject sits on um, to to relive this their the memories. Um, in the trailer, they had it like it's this Doctor Octopus arm or whatever that fucking goes around your waist or whatever, and you run around and you jump in and shit like that. And I I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, in, in the games, if you play the games, it's a, it's like a, a fucking chair, and it's really comfortable, and you lay down, and you shut your eyes, and you can go back, and it's I, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, it, if you think about it, it actually, uh, the first thing I thought of was it looked cool, but uh-huh. I, I was agreeing. You know, like, I'm used to it. It's like it was in the first one. It was like a big table, like yeah. a you know, Star Trek New Generation style table. Yep. But the other thing is like when – Throughout all those, when the guy who's ever who whatever the character is that's in the animus, that's sort of the vehicle that you you know play the game through. Mm-hmm. When he wakes up, he can suddenly do assassin shit. Um, yeah. This one though, I I can kind of buy it because he's physically doing it, so he's mm-hmm. probably actually like building the muscles. So the first time he like jumps off of a two story building, he doesn't like destroy every like ounce of cartilage and tendon in his legs. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Just, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I do get your point though. It didn't, didn't look mm. quite the same. Although if you're paying Michael Fassbender money, you probably want that dude doing something in every freaking screen. Oh, yeah, other yeah, than like staring at the back of his eyelids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and one thing, one, one last thing I'll say about the trailer was that really that I was really into it um, at the beginning. And then motherfucking Kanye West comes on and starts like, rapping in the back of the trailer as they're trying to watch I, it really did not it pulled me out of that okay all right this is where i to go, go into total free cop mode funniest thing i've seen in maybe the last 30 days was the freddie mercury versus kanye west video have you what? seen that no holy okay bait no kidding like okay. take Take two minutes. YouTube Freddie Mercury versus Kanye West. Was it uh, one of those? What are they? Epic rap battles of history or something? No, no, no. Trust me. Just it's up. Who is it? Kanye West and who? Freddie Mercury versus Kanye West. Just just go watch it and then come back on the show. I swear okay, to God. Go. <laughs> All right, three, two. Okay, hold on. I'll be back. Victory. See how fast I did that. You're actually sending people away from our show. Did you see what I did there, though? Like, this is the same thing I do when, when, like, I've got this, I've got, my kid's got this dog that is just literally just, she destroys, she's the destroyer of things. So, like, I head fake with a, you know, with the little rope toy and then he's out and she comes back. So, Pokey, you got to come up with a video for Bait to watch when he comes back. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll get some some some, more, some uh, battle war stuff we can do. It'll be great. Oh, this is money. So, hey, did you, hey I tried to get you in on this one uh, earlier, Pokey. I thought you had a. I thought you were. There was a comment you were you were, you had before the show reference um, some of the some of the trailers or cinematics you'd been looking at. 
Um, there's actually a couple. Uh, if we're looking specifically at um, live action stuff, go check out what they're working on for. Um, so Final Fantasy 15 is coming out this year after 10 years of production. And one of the things they're doing is they're releasing a full CGI movie. Um, it basically chronicles, from what I believe, uh, events in the story that happened in parallel to the main characters, uh, what, what you're actually doing in the game. So basically it's running parallel to the game. And dude, like Square Enix went over the top with this shit. Like I thought it was live action for the first like 45 seconds of the, of the trailer. It was insane how incredibly cinematics of getting and how realistic it's starting to look. It's uh, called Final Fantasy 15 Kingsglaive, K-I-N-G-S-G-L-A-I-V-E, I think. Um, definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it. It's some of the best CGI I've ever seen, and I'm not saying that lightly. Didn't they? They they made a like a Final Fantasy like science fiction movie like several years like many 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 years ago, didn't they? Yeah, there was a full full CGI one. It was kind of one of the first of its kind to really kind of push the edge of that that real you know realism. And, and by today's standards, it would obviously not be uh, up to snuff. But at the time, it was it was insane. And then they did the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children movie, which was based off of uh, the actual game. And again, that kind of had a more fantasy style. Um, look to it but this one man it, it's it's crazy you should really check it out yeah i will do that it was uh i, I was kind of curious so like I, I i will absolutely show my ignorance here so the final fantasy stuff that is utterly beyond me i'm very aware of it in terms of its presence in the in like you know the game culture world and stuff but is it i, I always viewed it as more of a classic fantasy type world not a science fiction world so is the science fiction movie is that actually canon inside the game world? well it it varies um and 15 has kind of got this interesting look where um there's definitely evidence that the world is high tech where there's there's definitely robotics and, and high electronics but at the same time you've got guys in suits of armor and they're fighting with swords and stuff so it's kind of this really interesting hybrid between the two so i i would say that it's it's not sci-fi but it's not fantasy either and this is just final fantasy 15 mind you um it's definitely a hybrid now there are other games which um go either direction like final fantasy 13 which um, people didn't particularly care for, but I really liked it. That was definitely high tech, um, very uh, sci-fi sort of uh, you know level stuff. And then there's other ones like uh, Final Fantasy XIV, for example, was is the one of the online ones, and that's much more of a fantasy universe. So it varies a lot. Like the games are not sequels to each other; they're they are connected in in themes somewhat, but they're, they're definitely not sequels or story related. So the, the, the setting can change dramatically between the games and it often does. I like to mix it up and kind of bounce around and you'll have, you know, Final Fantasy seven is kind of this gritty, you know, sort of futuristic um, industrial look to it. And then nine is definitely back to its very, you know, high fantasy with, you know, uh, you know, they're in cottages and stuff like that. So it, it, it definitely changes. But for, for 15, I would describe it as kind of a, a futuristic setting with a lot of, you know, very classical Final Fantasy elements that are, are tied into it. That's pretty cool. I, I, I can totally see how people have gotten uh, gotten really into that kind of thing, uh, you know, in terms of like the, like the whole Final Fantasy uh, skit. It's, it's definitely a, a huge thread in the gaming culture over the last probably, what, 12, 15 years, I guess, if not uh, longer. I think it's I think they accelerated their 20-year anniversary maybe last year. I forget. I have to look it up. 
but it's been around for for a very long time. I mean, this is the fifteenth game, but I think if you count all of the side games and and sequels and stuff, it's probably I think over a hundred titles of, of various games and different platforms. So, I mean, it's it's been around and very widespread for a very long time. Oh, that's pretty cool. More than thirty or uh, twenty years, it looks like. What's that thing? I said it looks like it's coming up on thirty years uh, next year. If I did my math right, nineteen eighty-seven was the first one. Uh, the first wow. one published. Okay, yeah. So this this shit's older than me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's pretty crazy, though. No, it's 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 impressive that they've kept it going for so long, and mm-hmm. they've had their ups and downs. But I mean, this this most recent game coming out is highly anticipated, and it, from everything that people have been seeing, it it's, looks freaking fantastic. I mean, they they pull out all the stops on this. I think the movie they said they've been working on for upwards of three years already. That's pretty legit. Uh, okay. Hey, Bait, so did you see the video? Man, there's a reason Kanye Kanye West raps. <laughs> like, I was just like, you started saying Kanye West and Freddie Mercury. I was just about to say, hey, did you see that video where Kanye West tries to sing Bohemian Rhapsody? And sure enough, that's what I got to watch. If you that, haven't seen this video. It um, is classic. It's, it's Kanye West in like, like Germany, I think. And he's got... Um, He's got the the first half of Bohem- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody going, and he's standing there. He's being Kanye West on the stage with his fucking jacket looking like a douche. And then, like, it gets to the part where uh, in the song it's like, Mama, I just killed a man. And then Kanye West busts out, and it's, it's really off pitch, and he's singing really high, and he's well, he's trying to sing. No, no, but, uh, he, he's it, not singing, and oh, it's not high. It, 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 the only high, high going on is in the crowd because it ain't on the third. <laughs> It's it's bad though. It's, well, it's my favorite makes, bad cover. The thing that makes it though is um, it's interspersed with these these uh, cuts of Freddie Mercury. It's like during a, a TV interview, mm-hmm. and, it, and it looks like he's listening. He's like backstage listening to this, and yes. his facial reactions are hilarious. hilarious. I mean, he's he's straight clowning him. You know, it, it, I I've actually seen the interview or the 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 footage that this was. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was like some kind of standard interview thing. But it the way they cut it in and they edited it, it was just beautiful. And then at the at the very end, like uh, it cuts to Freddie Mercury live in concert doing Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. himself, and he's and he's killing it. You know, I mean, as he as he usually does, just absolutely slaying it. And then you cut back to pictures of Kanye West face. It, 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 let me put it this way. If you've seen sad Ben Affleck talking about, like, listen to people talk about uh, Batman versus Superman, you've seen, if you've seen that video, the look on Ben Affleck's face is, is nothing oh compared God. to the look on Kanye's face. It's it's just like, it is awesome. Bless your soul, dude. That, that, that made my day. I love it. Dude, I'm telling you, I like I can't remember who who passed that over, who passed that to me, but I was just I was absolutely rolling. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay, all right. So back back on to to I wouldn't say topic because we don't. So in case you guys haven't picked it up, if you've listened to this show before, we don't really do topics real well on this show. We we kind of have a start point where if this. I have this theory, like if you took all of us and you dropped us out in the middle of somewhere and kind of gave us the whole like, like group survival reality show game, this would be the one to watch because we would all be fighting over the map. The Blair Witch would be trying to come steal somebody at night. Like what somebody would fall in a ravine, you know, get attacked by wild pigs. It would, 
it would be bad. It would just be brutal. And then you, you know that this group of bumbling idiots somehow didn't make it to the safe zone uh, unless the producers helped them get there. You're like, there's no way that these guys survived. And oh my God, they're back next week doing it again. That could be like a really good YouTube series. Dude, do we need like a, a biomass reality show? Dude, drop us in like freaking Minecraft or something. It's the only game I can think of to do something like that. Or, oh, oh my God. It'd be, be pretty sketchy. Yes. I'm down. Oh, goodness gracious. Hey, so as we kind of move back to a game topic, uh, I actually did have a no kidding question. Hey, Bate, I, I think you said you had been playing The Witcher a little bit. Man, and you I wanted want to, to pitch on that? Yeah, I do. Okay, let me start off by saying that I've played probably about halfway through of um, two of the three Witcher games. Um, I have not played The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, but I have played the first Witcher game uh, and The Witcher 2, uh, like Assassins of Kings or whatever the fuck it's called. And I love the characters and I love the world. Um, If you don't know anything about The Witcher, um, I I don't want to call it a historical game because it's not but weirdly enough like between cutscenes it'll say like uh it'll give years like one of my notes was like the tw- some sometime in the 1200s um in the second one that i noticed but it doesn't take place on earth or whatever it takes place in some other you know fantasy continent or whatever um but if you've ever read beowulf the that that, that book or that story it's kind of like beowulf where the main character is this mutant fellow who hunts monsters, basically. And it's set in, like, this... Um, it really gives off, like, a, a, um, like a Middle Ages um, Germany kind of vi- uh, vibe where it's, you know, tribes and there's meat halls and this and that and the other. Um, and, like I said just a minute ago, I love the characters and I love the story in that game. And the voice acting is, is pretty good. But I hate the combat in that game so much. It makes the game almost, uh, it makes both games almost unplayable for me. It's, it's really awkward um, to, to control, like, with, with a keyboard. In my opinion, I'm not the most skilled person with a keyboard. Um, but it's just the way that, you know, certain buttons do certain things and the, just the layout, I think, is, is not the best. But apparently from everybody I've talked to, like I said, I haven't played the third one, but apparently the third game um, really improves upon that. Um, so I'm kind of looking at maybe picking up uh, The Wild Hunt um, this uh, summer, hopefully. But yeah, it's especially on this, I'm noticing it a lot on the second one because there's a lot of um, not complicated things. I mean, the, the um, idea is, you know, simple within itself, push a button to you know, change your spell that you're using or, um, or like make a fucking potion or whatever, but it's unnecessarily clunky, I guess, if that makes sense. Great story though. And they're moderately pretty. Now I, I have, I remember playing the Witcher, like the original one when it came out. That was a, I think that was a while ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you can get it like for a steal on Steam if you're interested in it. You uh, can't. I want to say it's on sale right now. It, but it was pretty good that. too. Oh yeah, they're they're great games. I see CD Projekt Red is the developer, and I think they they do a really good job with building the world, um, and immersing yourself um, or immersing the player in that world and making you feel like that you're really a part of this um, 
this environment or whatever in this in the middle of this conflict or and whatever's going on. So good on them, but I cannot get over the combat. It I okay. think, I think it should have been it, it would have been better if it was um if it was like if it drew its style, I guess if that makes sense, um from the from the Knights of the Old Republic games. If if you've played it, is, those. It, is it turn based? No, it's not turn based, but it's a lot of um, locking onto characters and spamming the mouse button, um, uh, the left okay. and right mouse button with like either your light attack or your heavy attack, and nah, switching I've swords. Got, with I've your gotten, I've I've gotten kind of really, really into kind of the Dragon Age series, like that style of combat where you can kind of do the uh, uh, like you know, like the pause, the pause and go through set your set your party up on what you want them to do and you could stop it it's kind of an extension from the uh the knights of the old republic stuff uh which was tr- you know more true you know you could set up to be a more true turn-based style i kind of like that hybrid style uh and in fact I, what was the studio that put out star wars uh knights of the old republic you guys remember that uh, knights of the old republic's bioware isn't it yeah bioware yeah yeah that's right they put out a I, it was maybe Jade something or another, but it was basically uh, after they did Kodor 2, it was a Chinese mythology game. Kind of, uh, I can't remember that, but it was really, really fun. I, I remember playing it like several, like seven or eight years ago. It was quite good. And it was a little bit more fluid. It was clearly an iteration on uh, what they'd been doing, Knights of the Old Republic. And, and I remember that was kind of the bridge, like a bridging style that they got before you saw things like. Uh, kind of like what you can do with fallout you know that kind of stuff where you can sort of do a little bit of freeze time and then set up your actions that kind of stuff i kind of like that sort of blend between fluid movement and action and then you can kind of have a a distinctive a distinct sort of strategy phase or an injection where you can really kind of get into the chess match of a game that's kind of cool yeah, that actually has a lot of appeal to me as well. I mean, I've uh, believe me, I like the the high speed actiony stuff. But like, like you said, like Fallout's a good example where you can kind of do some cool stuff you wouldn't normally be able to because you kind of you can slow the gameplay down and kind of make more of a tactical choice. Um, you know, to to get a certain result, even if you don't need to do it to you know uh, to win, it's it's kind of fun to kind of play it up and, and change it around sometimes. So I, I definitely can see the appeal there. All righty, uh, let's see. What are we looking at? I did not. Okay. Yep. So, as usual, in uh, in our highly produced and, and incredibly slickly put together show, what we generally try to do is do is confuse the shit out of the the hosts. And by we, I mean the hosts confuse each other. It's awesome. So we normally do the show in a mumble format. It's kind of a it's your basic voice over IP kind of thing. Think team speak, but not quite as cool. Uh, so we, we run it off of a mumble thing and that's what we're all talking off of right now. That's what we're live streaming and twitching and whatever the kids do this day, you know, you know, to, to get the word out, but there's this kind of handy little sort of chat, you know, chat function off to the side, like in most, most things nowadays. So if you're watching that, you're not exactly getting the whole story, nor do you really get the whole story when you listen to us blab at each other. Cause there's this thing called Skype, which we all know you have cause the five people that listen to the show, you're all on Skype with us. Um, and that's where the other third of the conversation goes. So there's like three conversations between the same four people going on. Uh, and it's, 
it's pretty sketchy. <laughs> so I just now actually saw the, the third link of the conversation in Skype about the fact that we may not be able to talk about Civil War because only one of the three of us have seen it. And one of the I, four. <laughs> one of one the of four, the four of us. I am the only one who did my homework this week. The only one. Dude, I'm not going to see that movie for like a month. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even care, dude. Like, you know, honestly, with movies that come out, it's like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to take the time to go see them. Because I know they're going to be busy. I know fucking Civil War is going to be busy for like the first three weeks or whatever. I'm just going to see I it. Went to go, I went to go I see it at like a 1030 showing. I got IMAX. I got Fr- No, 1030 at night. Oh. Um, you know, so, and, and so, um, and it was a Tuesday night. So there was literally like 20 people in the whole showing. And that's for an IMAX theater. I, I mean, that's, it, IMAX theaters usually pack pretty well, pretty well but it's, it's, it's fine. I do see evenings, though. And you don't I go to, you don't go to school place. anymore, so you can go to a oh, nice, nice matinee. matinee. I, I could. Or. I don't have money, though. We discussed this at the beginning of the show. If you would pay me, I wouldn't be poor, and then I could do homework. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> hey, you, you are at least, at least a good 12 to 18 months of solid rowing away from being a paid intern. I mean, we, so should we just, like say that we need to open up donations so that uh so hey, that they can go see some we gotta set a go like find to, me up no dude okay i've got 40 dollars worth of like regal gift cards that my grandmother sent me you have 40 dollars worth of movie tickets and you're saying you can't afford to go see civil war yes sure I had forty dollars. I have like eight fifty and I think I need ten for a ticket. You're go funded. Are you are you You're already are you, funded? Are you absolutely serious? Are, are, uh, dude, are I you shit you not. Us? I shit you not. Let me find the card right now and I can check okay. and see how much I have on this gift card. I will PayPal you money, but you have to put a video up. You have to do 100 air squats and 100 burpees, and I'll pay your way. Nah, and I'm going to see it on the video, okay, and I will pay your way to it. I'm a fat white kid. I can't do that shit, dude. I do no air squats or burpees. Man, fuck burpees, dude. No, get out of here. Oh, God. I'll, I'll draw you a very, a very, very nice um, penis if you want, though. I'm very good at that, but I'm not doing the can, can work. You, can you do 10 pull-ups? How about no, I, I cannot do. That. I do some pushups. Ah. <laughs> I, I do pushups. I do some sit-ups. I really do a, 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 mat, a matinee showing at Regal Cinemas um, is eight dollars and eight dollars and thirty-three cents. I wonder if our local thing has like a military appreciation. That's a thing, right? People still do that, don't they? Do what? A, like a military discount during the middle yeah. of the day. Okay. Okay. Maybe I can't afford it. Most, most places do. It's about ten percent. Oh, sweet. I can do that. I have to remember to, to flash my ID, but I can totally do that. Awesome. All right, so let's let's do the math real quick. So we went from forty dollars to grandma <laughs> game to I don't have any money to it's eight bucks to get in to the only thing that me over the top. Yeah, the only thing that puts me over the top is my ten percent discount so that I can get in. And he like smuggles like a twelve ounce like can of soda in with him. <laughs> soda, dude. I'm twelve. I can't drink soda. Can't do that. <laughs> it's not allowed. Water. Uh, this, this is. These are the nights where I'm like, yeah, I remember, remember my first beer too. Holy shit! <laughs> I got a muffin into into my last movie I went to. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't uh, care. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, like the the cost of a ticket nowadays is, is legitimately dude, not it's that bad. Stupid, ridiculous, though, man. 
like if you don't have any money and you're in my position being a a, a young american a teenager hey fucking 850 sometimes I, is a pain I in the ass heard, to pay i've heard i don't know this for a fact but i have heard there is a thing called work now, Dude, okay, no, no, I'm, I was just, I'm gonna, I was just I talking true, about this with my mother today. I'm, I'm trying going to go out on a limb, and I'm just going to say that perhaps, at least in some states, I don't know about Florida, but in some I states, work. I hear that they pay McDonald's workers almost fifteen dollars an hour. No, <laughs> so, no, dude, we don't, we don't have that here. I forgot what minimum wages in Florida. I'll move to Seattle though, and I'll get paid fifteen dollars an hour for fucking smiling at somebody and telling them to have a nice day as I shove a Big Mac in front of them. I can well, do that. Well, or well, you could be a Walmart creator. They, they, I mean, no. Uh, he's like 60 years too young. Well, you know, he's like 90 years too young to be a Walmart, <laughs> yeah, Walmart yeah, yeah, I think I think you have to be at least, like, you have to qualify for AARP to greet at Walmart. Does Walmart even have greeters? When was the last time you saw yeah, them? Yes, they still have greeters. It's because it's because the greeters are kind of like a way to guilt you into not stealing stuff and running out the door because it's this nice old lady who's there guarding the door. It makes me want to do it more. Not that I would ever do it or condone it, but she's not going to catch me. I, Is she going to do hop on the on the little moped electric scooter? I'm going to get you, you young oh, snapper. It's a guilt thing. She's so like now, your grandma. So, so now we've transitioned into age discrimination. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a millennial. It's all about that, that Bernie Sanders, man. Uh, he's he's going to start growing a beard out and wearing a beanie all the time and feel no, really strong. No, it's hey, too hot to wear a beanie. Hey, I will grow I, a beard, though. It doesn't stop them. Just stop bathing. Stop bathing. You, do, you, do you have like a journal or anything you, you write down, like a no, tablet no. or anything? If you no. did. What I would counsel you to do is to to like make like a little time capsule or something. Like I want you to write this down. All of this shit you're talking, like write down this. Like literally, just recount this conversation. Like no emotion, just kind of like how did how did this conversation all start and end? Put that in your time capsule, no, and dude, then it's on the internet. It's about, safe about thirty years from twenty. Now let's call it twenty years from now. Twenty years from now, when you are probably you know fairly professionally successful, you've got a job, you've got your college degrees, maybe all that good stuff. I want you to open the time capsule up, and you're going to be like, "Holy shit! I hope my kid isn't like this." <laughs> dude, that okay? I actually have been thinking about this. That's what scares me, man. Like. If I'm like this, what the hell is my kid gonna be like? No, but th this is Jesus. I had this like no kidding. I was I, on one of these like long, incredibly long plane rides to nowhere that I've done a million times, where there's like no in-flight movies in the kind of planes we're in. So like the, me and this guy were talking, and he, he's he's had this really neat theory about this. He's like, we've all we all like at some point rebelled against our parents because we didn't want to be like them, but what we didn't have was the benefit of like the twenty or thirty years of like like real world experience that, that they did. And so we were just, we were just like raging against the machine. And it's like, it's, it's, you know, he was basically lamenting the fact that he had become his own father, you know, uh, when it came to dealing with his kids. And, and I'm like, and I'm laughing at him. He's like, well, well, yeah, but like, well, what, it, like, are you, what else did you think was going to happen? And he's like, well, yeah, once I started paying taxes and then I had like a house and then I had like big bills, not just like little bills and, you know, all this, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, reality sets in on you. So it, it is kind of humorous, but uh, that we're watching Bay grow up before our very eyes is kind of cool. So on, on, to, on to bigger and better things, or I, well, I say bigger and better. There's, there's nothing bigger than like the care and feeding of, uh, of bait. Uh, so...
<laughs> I will open this back up since I'm going to ask Zell. Do you do you want to give us at least your spoiler free review of Civil War? It was good. Um, the only thing, and I I said this was a concern before before I saw it was um, I thought the Spider-Man uh, suit looked fake as all get out, and in fact it is. There is actually nothing in that um, fight scene that uh, Spider-Man is in um, that that's not CGI. The whole what? the whole the whole scene is entirely digitally done, except for like you know like the the characters without masks, like Hawkeye and and um, Black Widow. They they film them, but almost everything else is completely digital in in their in some of the big fight scenes. Wait, so like even her suit, like Black Widow's. Black so Widow's act, Black Widow actually has a costume because that's an actual person that they had okay. to use for that yeah. because you know um, that really but, crushes my dreams because weren't the other Spider-Man suits like like actual yes, suits yes and yeah, they, I, they went I, full I really Green Lantern on the uh, Spider-Man suit I really like that Spider-Man suit for some reason I don't um, but uh, other than the fact that uh, you know it was a, a CGI party of epic proportions and I don't like the Spider-Man suit. Um, it was a good movie. It was funny. Um, there were there were definitely moments that uh, we just cracked up laughing during the the, the movie. Um, Spider Man is is well played. I think um, it's it's absolutely wonderful to have uh, Ant Man in with the Avengers now. Um, I, I I love his presence in the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, go see it. Do your homework. We should be talking about this next week. Um- I'm a huge fan. I'm I'm definitely gonna try. I'm glad I'm glad to see that uh, the Spider-Man was working out pretty well. A lot of people had been given that uh, given that kid rave reviews. What what was his name, please? Tom Holland. Yep, Tom Holland. They'd been giving him some really good reviews about uh, him as Spider-Man. I saw like a really really cool uh, uh, snippet interview with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Gosh Dog, the the producer director of uh, of Deadpool. They were talking about like they, they were actively trying to figure out a way to get Deadpool and Tom Holland Spider Man in a movie, like like, ha, like at least have like a scene or something like that. I which reportedly would be quite good. I'm done. Like, well, in, in, in the comics, there is a there is a long Deadpool Spider Man uh, history. Actually, yeah. it's they're, they're often viewed as or at least played in the comics as because they're both fairly humorous characters like spider-man in his truest forms is a very a very snarky very playful kind of kind of you know personality when he is spider-man not necessarily the peter parker part of him but uh and and they are often played as like spider-man is the straight man to deadpool because that's how over the top that deadpool would make it would he would just naturally make him be you know like the button-down guy next to him, it's they're they're usually those episodes and stuff. Those runs are usually really, really good and really well received. So I'd be kind of interested to see that. Let's see, what else did we have on the docket tonight? Uh, any any games or movies anybody else wants to talk about? I'll lead off with you, Bait. Um, nah, I'm kind of burned out right now. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for Battlefield to come out. Uh, whenever that comes out, so I'm I'm in a lull. I think I'm gonna trooper my way through The Witcher and finish that one. Okay, the second one at least, and then I'm gonna sit on my ass all summer and not play video games. Yeah, sure. Let me know how that works out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, one thing. Wait, wait, wait okay. no, no, no. I got What's it. Up? I got it. No, no. Let me guess. Video games have become too much like work, and they're potentially. You, no, make, no, you break no, out no, and get a rash. No, He's playing no, no, no. online. What? Oh. I am. Yeah. Um, 
No, but like I, I was thinking about this today. Like, I just don't have any motivation to sit in front of my couch and um and play video games or sit on my hey, computer so and play video games. It's, it's, it's you know, weird. What, what you could do is like if you start out, you could do like a hundred air squats and hundred burpees a day. You can spread them out through that the day. I could do that. I walk. I, 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 I do walk every day, which is cool. My name yeah, is that, hey, hey, hey. So, the fridge don't count. So, like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> no, dude. I walk, I walk like a mile and a half around my neighborhood. It's cool. Okay. Fair enough. It's better than most. This is true. I will say, though, uh, last week we talked about a. Um, a podcast by Matt Best um, when we briefly talked about yeah. Man, I went listen to that podcast. I, yeah, man, that's the most dude bro man podcast I've ever heard. I loved <laughs> I it so you. much. I it told was you. awesome. It, 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 was, it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm definitely tuning in now. Yeah, yeah. They, can, they can alternate between being uh, – having like fairly serious topics, you know, yeah. like some, some things they do with veterans outreach and uh, like with uh, like uh, law enforcement charities and stuff like that. They'll, they will alternate in midstream, just like black and white change in the middle of a conversation. Oh, yeah, having very serious and really, you know, really thoughtful, mature discussions. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly somebody like breaks out a dick joke. It's, yeah. It's and and then it just goes downhill from there. Like it, I, I should have expected it, um, you know, being that the group of guys that's from and, you know, them being you know, military or whatever, and, you know, military um, folks tend to have um, a different kind of um, talk. I'm sure, Jay, you've experienced this. Uh, I know I have with my father being a sailor and everything. Um, and it was like, holy shit, I feel like I need to turn the volume down and, like, bathe in holy water. <laughs> and, and then, like that was coming off of the the back end of like a uh, like some kind of political talk or whatever for ten minutes, and then it, it was it'll it, do it. It, it was enjoyable. Um, I will say. Okay, so so Bates been kind of cracking out the witch, Witcher and checking out some uh, some podcastery. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Uh, okay, all right, Pokey, what's your what's your go to here during the. Uh, the down season, so to speak, as we're in between games and kind of in between shows, what do you, uh, what have you been watching or going back to? Okay. Well, a couple of things. So Bate, have you seen the uh, trailer for the first big expansion from, for fallout four? Nah. Oh, it looks so Is that the far harbor or is that the robot one? Far Harbor. It's like, it's, like it's, it's got the new map, the big area. It, it looks awesome. It's kind of got this, the, the story DLC. Yes, it's the story DLC, and supposedly it's got the biggest map that a story DLC has had so far oh, in a Fallout game. What does it add? Does it just add um, the new area, or, um, or not? Not what does it add? What, what's in it though? Like, what kind of quest are we looking at? It's okay. So it, it's obviously separate from the main story; mm-hmm. um, it's its own thing. But it's basically the same sort of thing you're going to have. It's, it's got its main main story that you're going through that has side quests that you you do off to the side. So imagine it's like the like the the base game, but you know maybe probably a bit smaller, but still it's you know a lot cheaper than the base game. So it, it's building off of what they have, and it's it's uh, I think it's centered around uh, Valentine. If you've gotten oh, him okay. yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a he's a bro, yeah. and uh, yeah, there's some crazy crazy monsters in there. Like this, uh, it, it's like a swamp man basically, but it's got a, it's like an angler fish. So you're walking along, and it's got this little dangling uh, light thing. And so like you see the character walk him, he just completely gets pounced by this thing out of the swamp. Like it it, it oh, wow. looks terrifying. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. 
So it's kind of like that. Uh, was that Skyrim DLC that added the the, the island? Yeah, yeah. It's it, like okay, that. okay. I'm down with that. Yeah, so it's it's definitely worth it. Did you ever pick up the season pass? No, I I normally don't buy season passes. Um, oh, it's such a good deal though. Just because you know. Like I've as been, we discussed all throughout, the season pass poor, and I don't want to end up paying what I think ninety five bucks if you get a thirty five dollars season pass on top of the game. So I mean, I'm sure eventually I'll I'll pick it up, but at, at this point I'm so burned out on Fallout for some reason and just open world story games that I don't know what to do with myself. Well, that's fair. They can be get pretty daunting, especially yeah. if you're playing Blame for me. a lot. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and people keep oh, just roll a new character or whatever. I'm like, I can't just roll no, a new character. I'm just invested stupid. in my main dude. Your 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 character doesn't have level caps. There's no reason to, to roll a new yeah, one. Just, yeah, just keep exactly. going. And I really don't like the fucking walking around the house and saying hi to my wife and oh look, it's that guy from Voltec again <laughs> for the fourth time. I know what you're trying to do to me, man. I just I, I can't do it again. Yeah, well, hopefully the new stuff brings some, some new gameplay. why I only played play. Skyrim once, because I could not stand try watching myself get beheaded or about to be beheaded and watching a dragon come in 10 minutes just to see, oh my god, there's a goddamn dragon in the game. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then the new Mirror's Edge game is coming out in June, I think. That, yeah, looks, that looks pretty awesome. wicked. That looks good. Yeah. Is that that free-running game? That first yeah. person free? Okay. Yeah, and they, they took away the ability to steal the enemy's guns, which is going to make my friend sad, because sometimes he likes playing this running game like Call of Duty, and he'll steal a guy's gun and then st- stop running and shoot everyone. Does that have a story? I've never played a Mirror's Edge game. It does have oh, a yeah. story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. This is a, a prequel to the original, and the, that was actually the first game I bought on PS3 back in the day was Mirror's Edge, and uh, you know they they definitely the game looked damn good on PS3, and now the PS4 version is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, it looks like they've they've really just taken everything and, and brought it up to the next gen. It, it looks fantastic, um, and like Zelda said, they took away the ability to steal guns because you're not actually supposed to kill people; you're supposed to run away from them. But it was <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got the trophy for uh, don't kill anybody in an entire playthrough because that's how you're supposed to do it. Um, uh, yeah, well, the, the guns had like three bolts in it anyways. Like you couldn't actually do anything with them. But yeah, no, it, it looks fantastic. Hey, speaking of PS4, did anybody play Uncharted 4 yet? No, I have yet to play any of the Uncharted games. What? Dude. I know, I know, I know. Something wrong with them. Dude, something is wrong with you, man. The 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 no, um, the only thing I missed about or I miss about not having a, a PlayStation or a PS4 is the ability to play the Uncharted games. And if you're, if we were talking about the cinematic thing earlier in the show. If you go to YouTube, I, I think I've I've seen it before. It's like kind of the classic where you string together all the cutscenes, kind mm-hmm. of into a movie sort of thing. They've done that for Uncharted. It's it's exceptional. It's a movie uh, yeah. The the I think I think the guy there there's a really really good cut of the last Batman Arkham the last Arkham game where it strung together every single cutscene into it, it was God it was like a fifty minute basically Batman movie. Uh, it was quite good, and I think the same guy did did one for the uh, last Uncharted that was released. It was it's pretty solid. Uncharted three is the greatest game ever. Yeah, I've actually watched the uh, one of those those game movies for Metal Gear Solid Four, 
It was, it was eight, uh, eight hours of cutscenes. Dude, some of them get up there. Like, it really puts in, into perspective how long some of these games really are. It's just cutscenes. Yeah, I mean, you take like, out the gameplay. Get gameplay up to and... two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take out the gameplay and you have three hours or three yeah, movies worth of content for Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, think about that. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 is that one that had the, the hour and a half cutscene, didn't it? Like, right there at the end, I think. Uh, pretty much, you have the okay. boss, the boss fight, and it goes into basically a short movie yeah. <laughs> explaining everything. It, it, and that's not for everybody, but you know, yeah. if you really think of a story, that that, that stuff's actually pretty cool. And if yeah. if you don't want to deal with it, it is kind of nice to kind of absorb it as a movie format. Like Jay said, you can just kind of get in there and watch the actual story bits. And a lot of the the YouTubers out there will actually um, kind of input a little bit of gameplay in there just so it makes sense how you're getting to that scene rather than just you know. So yeah. it, won't, it won't show just a random scene. It'll actually show, like, you know, for example, Snake sneaking into a building that, you know, like the 20 seconds worth, but just well, to show you the, this is how he got there, you know, so it makes the, sense and a little more cinematic. Probably the best one I've seen was, I think, that Arkham, that last uh, Arkham Knight playthrough. And, and it was it was probably more, it, it, and Pokey's right, it, they did it really well because it was more of a a playthrough that was really, really well edited. So all you had to see was just the, you got all the cutscenes, but it was just enough gameplay that, that connected the cutscenes. And it wasn't, you didn't have to go through like every freaking boss battle. It literally showed you in the Batmobile for three seconds, as opposed to the 13 freaking hours that you had to be in the Batmobile in that, in that game. Um, so it, like, those are the ones that are really well done. I mean, so, Kudos to the to the to the folks out there that edit and put those things together. That was was really really cool. I'm getting kind of tired of games that are trying to be so realistic when you play them. Well, that's some of the games we've been playing lately are definitely yeah, not that. Yeah. You count like Battleborn, Overwatch, stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, but just the I think the and I get it. Like I, I I'm all about a pretty game, but I, I I really don't need it to be super realistic like this is happening in the world that i actually live in realism if you if you get my drift well that's kind of yeah, really, that's you know, fair. i mean th- i mean most games really aren't like that uh per- predominantly because then nobody would want to play them uh i mean i would reference to you division which looks quite good but yeah. no, i really want those hoodies that those guys have because that's some of the best armor i've ever seen some of those hoodies or some of those beanies are pretty badass dude I love even wear beanies all right, so sliding on over, Zell. Anything that you're either looking at or gonna look at here over the next week? Uh, um, over the next week's a narrow time frame. I have a life and I don't get to play things on, on any given week. Um, anyways, well um, uh, so uh, Overwatch is actually coming out uh in uh ten days, nine days, nine days. Um, and yeah, uh, so. Overwatch is awesome, and I'm gonna be playing that again as soon as it comes out. Um. One of the games that I we talked a little bit in the pre-show didn't talk about um, is uh, during the show is one of those shows the games that's kind of doing live action is um, uh, Quantum Break, which is I guess has like big like almost like TV episode like segments in the middle of it. Um, I supposedly like half hour shows with that are live action streamed with like Sean Ashmore and and such the characters the same actors they used for the. Uh, the actual motion capture gameplay, etc. parts. Um, I'm kind of hoping to try that, but I don't know if I'm going to, unless the friend of mine who is going to get me a uh, 
code to play it um, actually comes through. If otherwise, I will probably just wait until uh, Microsoft does a sale. But uh, that that sounded cool. Um, and uh, I don't think I'll get Battleborn until they give they have a discount either. But it sounds interesting. So Pokey likes it, but I don't want to give him sixty bucks without trying it. That sounds like a plan, man. Um, as for me, I've kind of gone a little bit back to my go-to game, World of Tanks, uh, on on the console on PS4. I uh, had a good time playing that off and on this week. Uh, it's it it is uh, it, it's one of those games that probably it's it's really well done, looks good, sounds good, feels good, but you really got to kind of like that gameplay. Uh, so and you kind of got to like the the style of, or the the you know, the, the vehicle combat, like the very deliberate style of vehicle combat. So uh, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to play with folks, a lot of strategy. You can get into it, but again, it's, it's certainly not a, not for everyone, but it's definitely a um, probably one of those games that will have a very strong audience uh, over extended periods, like over a long time, they've definitely replicated a lot of their success in the PC world uh, onto the console market. They've had they've recently had some tournaments that went over very well. So I was just kind of getting back into that a little bit. Um, I have been trying to dig out, like there's some great comic book apps that you can get on, like if you've got a tablet, like an iPad or you know, things like that. Uh, some really cool, uh, you know, some really handy sort of comic readers. Some of them are quite good. Comicsology is not bad. Uh, both DC and Marvel kind of have their own, but I, I kind of tend to use Comicsology. And that's a really great way to catch up on different stories or like, you know, get old school comics that you read when you were a kid instead of having literally like, I don't know, bookshelf upon bookshelf. If you're like a super collector or something like that, you know, I don't really, I don't click for, for like the money collection. I just, I like the stories. So digital format works good. I probably have got like three or 400 books on my iPad. Uh, it takes no, no space, kind of the same deal with uh, comics. So, I've been kind of digging into a series, like I kind of got on a Daredevil kick uh, after watching some of the Netflix stuff. You know, I kind of re- went back and rewatched this last season of Daredevil. Uh, so I've been digging out a lot of the old classic Daredevil comics. Uh, and you can kind of go in there and cherry pick, you know, pick and choose the ones you want. Pretty good. Let's see. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been, been on about. And I am kind of waiting for Overwatch to come out. Uh, the other thing is... I, my my son is really interested in seeing the Angry Birds movie. Uh, he's no. probably watched, he's probably watched the trailer like fifty eight yeah, times, no. and uh, it is it is actually it looks pretty good. So I will, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to taking him to Angry Birds. That movie like came out of nowhere and slapped me in the face. I was really confused when I saw the trailer because <laughs> I haven't heard I haven't heard a peep about that game for what I don't know a couple of years I guess three years maybe. And it's like oh my god, there's a movie. Where did this come from? It it does it, it looks it looks you know entertaining. I mean it looks it's not bad. It's uh it, oh, so it should be okay. Yeah, I mean it's a kids movie. I mean it'll be all right. Uh, so that's pretty much what I've been what I've been working over right now. Uh, and again, I may I may break down and try Paragon, even though like uh, I think Zell gave a really good he gave a really good review of it, uh, which I, I you know I take to heart. Uh, I do have some other people that said it, it's it's really about the style of gameplay you like. It's not as uh, kind of frenetic as some of the other shooters that I've played recently. It's much more deliberate. But they all did mention that you really got to kind of 
make sure you go to the bathroom before you start playing a match uh, based on the length of time. So that may or may not 50 work, work bloody out well minutes. for me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of excessive. That's just it's out there. All right. So I think that covers our, you know, what are we doing and what are we, what are we going to do here? Uh, so I, I am feeling pretty good about hitting up shout outs unless you guys had any uh, topics or things you wanted to tee up real quick. I think we're good. Bonus. I'll go ahead and lead off with a shout out this time. Just kind of break it up since I just got done talking. Um, let's see. Shout outs for the week. Shout outs to the neighbor kid who left his bicycle right behind the right rear tire of my Jeep uh, where I couldn't see it and I backed right over it. Shout out to him. He's a good kid. And yes, I own a new bike. Uh, Pokey. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to whoever did the animation and music for the introduction to uh, Battleborn. Like that, that shit's insane. Like it, yeah. Gearbox is known for having like really catchy intros for like Borderlands. But if even if you don't want to play Battleborn, go check this out. It's really cool, really great music, awesome animation style. So shout out to those guys. It was very good work. Legit. Okay. Bait. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Drinking Pros podcast. Having a lot of fun listening to that. Um, uh, I shout out to this uh, local taco place. Went with a friend the other night. Pretty good tacos. And I think that's it. No, oh, that's a win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zell. I have a shout out and a request. So um, my shout out is to the guy who hit uh, rear-ended me uh, this week. Um, nice going, bro. And um, it, seriously, six months ago, I had a brand new trunk put on that car when someone else, after someone else hit me. And now someone has to hit it again. And my request is that if you're going to hit my car, hit the passenger side door. It's got a big scratch on it. I wouldn't mind it getting fixed, replaced, and repainted, whatever. So stop hitting the trunk. It's it's already dealt with. Hit the side door. Thank I can you. come do that. I can come with a hammer. As long as you're willing to take the insurance hit to have it done. Uh, you should live in the... Do you live in the Netflix state? That's a thing, right? I can just hit your thing and everybody's happy? No. This, this is you're not being helpful at this point. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. All right. So, well, that's that's a pretty solid one, Zell. Uh, all right, guys. So we had a little bit of a roundabout on this one. A uh, little little bit of everything. Definitely a uh, how shall I say this? A veritable cornucopia of random topics. Uh, at least more so than we normally bring out on Biomass. We do appreciate appreciate you sticking with us. So. I did want to give a quick preview of some of the things we're looking at doing over the kind of over the summer or summer is kind of a stretchy term, but you know, things that we're actively working on. Uh, we're looking to bring back a couple of the different developers that we've had on the show here in the past. Uh, probably somebody from world of tanks at wargaming.net to talk a little bit about some of the things they've been get, they've got going on. And what we were looking at doing is I was kind of asking them about specifically bringing back uh, not just uh you know, Saberwing, our buddy that uh, that comes over, but maybe a specific uh, person that could talk about a facet of the game, be it like one of their lead map designers or one of their, you know, kind of game balancers or something like that, where we can kind of have a little bit more technical discussion. And we're all still waiting for uh, Necropolis to hit on the console, which is like, I, I have seen nothing but good things about that game. Uh, so again, kudos to Mitch Gittleman for, uh, from Hairbrain Schemes joining us. Uh, for our 100th episode. And, uh, he, he is, he is good to his word. He is, he is willing to have a guy come on and talk necropolis when that, uh, hits the console. So we're kind of interested to see when that comes out. It's coming to, to PC uh, too, right? 
It is. It is. Well, it's, it's, gonna, it started on PC, and then the, the at the game cons, uh, folks were so impressed by it. I think it was it was one of the big Japanese publishers. They said, "Hey, we we would like to release this on console." They don't want to change it. They don't want to do anything to it. Literally, just do it exactly like it is, or just do it on console. Oh, it's uh, our, oh, it's already out on. Or no, it's not. It's not nope, out for PC not, yet not, either. Uh, it's not. It should be coming out like next month, maybe. It says summer 2016 on Steam. Am I, I'm going to hate myself if I try playing it, aren't I? It is. It, like everybody that I've talked to said, uh, it is more brutal to play than any of the Dark Souls thought about being, but it's more fun. Okay, so I'm going to hate myself. Got it. Is, it, is there anyone who's going to play play it on PC so that they can play it with me and carry me through it because I'm going to suck? Depends. Pokey, Pokey, Pokey and I are playing on PS4, and if you'll if you'll buy one, you can join us. <laughs> I'm playing a oh. PS4 to play play a game that's available on PC. <laughs> no, Zell, if I have my computer built by this summer, I'll play with you. Okay, all right. Wait, wait, how are you gonna how are you gonna build a computer when you're trying to like have a GoFundMe to go watch? No, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to do it next year. I have the RAM for it. I have the part that I don't need. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we, we really appreciate you guys joining us for, again, one of these sort of random shows that we have. Uh, it, it, they happen every once in a while, and they're usually a lot of fun. So uh, we do thank you guys for joining us, and we do appreciate the downloads and the uh, and a lot of the feedback that we get. It's one of these kind of classic things where we've stuck around long enough that we, we do have some, some level of an audience. It's actually pretty good. Uh, oh, by the way, one of the other things that we wanted to do is I was actually looking at uh, bringing a couple hardcore, like uh, you know, fairly big name EVE players on, kind of talk, give everybody kind of a, a state of the union on EVE and, and uh, how the game's doing and uh, that kind of thing. Because it's sort of that, that one of those classic games that will not die and seems to wax and wane dramatically uh, depending on what's going on in the in the game world or what CCP is doing with it. So it's kind of interesting. It's been around for a very long time, longer than the vast majority of the other games out there. So they're, they're still doing something right. Uh, so with that, guys, uh, we will go ahead and wrap this one up before we continue to spout things off that we may or may not be able to back up. So we appreciate it. And as we like to say here, good night and good luck.